Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Liverpool. If you've listened, if you've listened to any past episodes, you know that I normally start the episode with uh, a really piece of a good piece of commentary about one of Liverpool's goals or a key moment in the match. But unfortunately, I just couldn't for this United game. There was there were no bits of commentary, no chances, n- no anything that really deserved um, to to be at the beginning of the episode. So that kind of really sums up the game for me. It was incredibly frustrating. Um, and and disappointing based on the fact that we have such a rich uh, rivalry with United and we obviously had the chance to to go back to the top of the league um, by three points, um, which obviously was a big bonus for us and United not wanting us to get there. So you thought there might have been kind of more in the game, uh, but it was just desperately disappointing the game and um apologies if this episode is a bit short <laughs> there honestly this is the one this is the one game so far since i've been doing let's talk liverpool that i've really struggled on kind of pulling out positives or, or kind of pulling out any analysis because it was such a such a dire and dull game but i'll try my best um in the rest of this episode so nothing nothing really happened in the game at all the first half was really kind of marred and the first half was very stop-start because of all the injuries. So United had to make all three injuries, uh, all three substitutions, sorry, in the first half due to injury. Um, Liverpool had the same where we had to replace Bobby Firmino um, in the first half with Daniel Sturridge because of, a, I think, an ankle issue. Uh, after the game, Jurgen Klopp came out and said that um, he didn't know the extent to uh, how bad the injury was. So we'll find out hopefully in the next coming days whether he'll miss the next game against Watford or whether he'll be back for the Merseyside derby next weekend. So that was a, that was a blow for, for Liverpool. But the first half was really kind of very stop-starty and, and there just wasn't any flow, I, I think, because of the injuries and because it was so stop-starty. Um, but we did have the better of the first half, particularly out wide. Um, Milner and Robertson were getting a lot of space. I think they were... Um, United were kind of being compact in the middle and giving us their space out wide because they knew that we didn't necessarily have kind of any aerial threat um, to threaten their their centre-backs in the box. And um, on that kind of note of of wide players and and service, the service was absolutely appalling in this game. Um, I've mentioned this in a couple of of different episodes, both from set pieces and from crosses. I don't know whether we're not practicing it or we it's not you know a huge part of our game so we don't necessarily do it as much but some of the set piece and crossing and things like that it's so poor the delivery is is shocking particularly from corners and free kicks when we have people like Matip and Van Dijk and even Fabinho in the box who are all six foot plus guys who are really good at heading the ball we just give them no chance because the, the quality of service is so poor. Um, I think James Milner and, and Mo Salah were definitely um, kind of the biggest culprits in the United game from from that perspective. But but in the first half, we didn't really create any clear-cut chances. I think we had one shot on target, um, which was a tame effort. Um, and we kind of went in the second half kind of thinking, OK, well, based on the situation we're at now where United have, have had kind of three key players have to go off, they've got three new players on, they've got lots of, they've got players who haven't played together, Solskjaer hasn't really, you know, worked with this team particularly. There was an opportunity there for Liverpool to kind of capitalise on that and take away a, take away a win from Old Trafford, which you know doesn't happen too often. Um, but it kind of wasn't the case. We started out in the second half a bit, but we started out on the on the back foot, and I think that was because 
So United had to change their formation based on the fact that I think Rashford was kind of half injured. So um, and they kind of had to base their formation around that. So he was kind of playing up front on his own. They were kind of playing a four-five-one, but dropping into to five or even six at the back um, at some points. And I think for the first like ten minutes of the half, I'm not sure we realised how to deal with that. Um, I think the roles they'd been given lined up um, with the way United set up in the first half. But United set up differently in the in the second half, and I think that kind of um, we kind of lost ten minutes in the second half just trying to figure out how to play, who had more space, who had less space, etc. But we did we did finally kind of get to grips with it. But but then we got to grips with it, and then there was nothing in the final third. Um, Robertson was uncharacteristically poor. Um, the front three, obviously Firmino went off, but Mane and Salah were. We haven't. I haven't said this in probably the last season and a half, but they were abject. They were so poor, both in their touch, in their control, in their runs. It it, it was. You could probably hear from my voice, but it was incredibly frustrating to watch the game as a Liverpool fan. It was just. It was just. Um, just nothing. No quality whatsoever, and, and with an opportunity for us to go three points clear. It just seemed like the players didn't take that opportunity. We're kind of like, oh, I think it seemed like the players knew that if we drew, we'd get, we'd go back to the top, and that would be fine. Um, but that isn't that that shouldn't be the case. That shouldn't be how we think because that that kind of thinking will will not win us the league, and that will that kind of thinking will give City the City the title. So we can't we can't think like that. Um, and hopefully moving forward, we've got about 11 games left that we, we can't perform like that or, or think like that in any of these games. Um, we have to be trying for three points in every in every single game. Um, the the lack of quality in that final third was really shown by the fact that Salah came off with a, about 15 minutes to play. I think he was replaced by uh, Shakiri or Origi. Um, can't quite remember, but you know he's a top joint top scorer in the Premier League. Our top scorer. We need a goal at Old Trafford. And we're taking him off. That 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 really showed the, the kind of dire state that his game and our game was um, in in this game against United. That when we needed a goal the most, we took off our leading goal scorer. Um, but you know, I, I agree with Klopp. That was the right thing to do. Salah was having an appalling game, and if we needed a goal, then having a kind of a bigger, more present striker like Divock Origi would um, would help the t- would help the team. So I agree with agree with Klopp on that one. One one thing that really um, stood out to me in the game was, and I mentioned this in previous episodes, this this lack of kind of creative midfielder. Now, in the past couple of games, um, in the Bayern game and in the Bournemouth game, uh, Naby Keita has played in the midfield and has, although he hasn't directly scored or, or made any assists, he has taken up some of the responsibilities of that creative midfielder role. So kind of taking on players in that kind of attacking midfield position um, and trying to get those three balls through. And that was something that I thought we were really missing against United. Now, I fully understand the midfield that Klopp went for with Wijnaldum, Henderson and Fabinho. Um, as the game started out, United were on a you know on a hot streak. Um, they could boss the midfield. So we wanted to kind of shut that down. So I, I get that. Um, however, when Firmino went off, and even in the beginning of the second half, I thought there was definitely an opportunity for, um, I guess, Shakiri or Keita. Shakiri has been a bit off, actually, since the United game where he did score two. Um, so I was kind of hoping that Klopp would put on Keita. Because, what, in my opinion, what I think we needed was a player who could, um, in the final third, just kind of run past a few players, take on a, take on a defender, make someone commit. 
um, to actually open up some space for one of the attackers rather than the attackers kind of having to do that themselves. So, um, yeah, I thought that was something that we really lacked and, and missed in the game um, and something that I definitely think we need to address in the summer, whether it's, um, you know, doing something with Cater and Lalana, kind of changing the way we play, or whether that's going out into the market and, and kind of buying a, a creative midfielder, I don't know. Um, but we see ever since Coutinho left, we've kind of lacked in that position. Um, and it's becoming more and more apparent as we get to this business end of the season. But kind of other than that, there really, really isn't much to say um, about this game. Um, other than we've gone back to the top of the league, which is the positive to take from this game. We've got Watford coming up in the week. Um, with the Merseyside derby next Sunday. Now, I think one of the things that we've actually disadvantaged from is the lack of consistency in playing regularly throughout the first two months of this year. So I think we've, we've had two warm weather breaks in uh, 2019 already. And I think the, the lack of playing week in, week out um, and having kind of these breaks actually has done us worse, not better. There's obviously the argument that it keeps players fresh and maybe towards the end of the season we'll see that where other players tire and, and the Liverpool players maybe can keep going but right now it does not look like it's been advantageous you see City for example who have yes played many more games and are probably more tired but they've got that kind of momentum um, going and they're consistently playing you know two times a week three times a week so they've got that kind of flow which is helping them in games where they necessarily aren't playing well but they've got the momentum to carry themselves over the line take the Carabao Cup final for example you know winning on penalties that momentum that they're generating from that last minute win against Schalke and things like that it kind of it helps with that and I think that's something Liverpool will be missing but hopefully with the Champions League now back um, there are quite a few midweek Premier League fixtures now between the end of the season just before that's why everyone tries to squeeze in um, all the remaining fixtures. So hopefully that helps us with some of this consistency and flow that we've been, I think, lacking in the past couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, hopefully that helps us. So as I mentioned, next up for us is Watford. Um, this is a midweek Premier League game. We're playing them on Wednesday the 27th at home. Um, the away game was interesting. We we really struggled to break them down. But once we did break them down, we scored some good goals. Uh, Alexander-Arnold, if you remember, scored a great uh, free kick. But um, Watford will be a tough, tough game. I think they came off. They came off a four-one win um, in the week again, an away game against Cardiff. Granted, but um, I think Delafeu scored a hat trick, so they'll be they'll be brimming with confidence. And Watford are always a, a tough, strong team to play against. So, um, and if we play anything like we played against United, um, they will cause us serious problems, and we will not be scoring in that game. So, hopefully, the the shout out to Klopp um, from this episode is is to make these to make the players realise that we have a fantastic opportunity right now. We've worked so hard over the first 20-ish games of the season, um, or even 30-ish games nearly, to, to get to the position we're in, where we're top of the league by one point. Now, this is not the time to throw it away. This is not the time to be complacent. This is not the time to let off. Um, it's, it's you know, we've got to keep hammering at home and, and rediscover or kind of just bring back some grit into this team. Um, so that's the shout-out to Klopp for, for this episode. We, we just kind of need to... We need to get this message across that we just need to grind this out now. Um, we might not be playing flowing football. Maybe we'll rediscover that, you know, a couple of games down the line. But for the moment, we need to grind out results and we need to grind out wins. Most and more importantly, so hopefully we can do that against West um, against Watford. Sorry, and um, I'll be I'll be doing another episode on the Watford game. So uh, yeah, sorry this guys, sorry guys, this one's a little bit short. Um, 
there just really isn't much to say about this United game. Um, it was it was really frustrating and kind of annoying to, to to watch. So hopefully the Watford game will be better, and then obviously the Merseyside derby on the weekend, which is always a huge game. And I'm hoping hoping the Liverpool Liverpool players relish that um, and kind of take best advantage of it. So particularly after what happened at Anfield earlier in the season. So. Um, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please do subscribe to the podcast. Um, obviously, there's an episode every time Liverpool play a Premier League game. Um, and if you have any comments um, or reviews, please do leave them as well. They'll be very much appreciated. But uh, thank you guys for listening, and I'll catch you again on the next episode.